You're listening to Permission To, the podcast where we dive into the science and soul of owning your worthiness as a perfectly imperfect human being. I'm your host, Sam Jew, psychotherapist, positive psychology coach, mama to a beautiful five-year-old, Emily, and passionate advocate for living an inspired life. My aim is to show you that you have full permission to own your worthiness so that you can embrace your true nature and begin walking boldly toward your dreams. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Permission 2. We are in the final countdown of school holidays here. So we have had six weeks off and my big girl is going back to school on Monday. Whilst I'm feeling so grateful for all the family time that we had, um, it's had its challenging moments. So I'm also feeling, you might be able to hear it in my voice, like I'm just feeling really, really excited about 2023, um, all the ways that I'm going to be able to support you this year, including like really stepping up this podcast. Uh, Yeah, just really, really excited. Uh, And I have got an episode coming on my plans for the year and behind the scenes and how I'm going to sh- um, yeah, support myself with my plans and my goals this year. Uh, but today I wanted to share a really special episode, permission to prioritize connection and sisterhood. And in this episode, I'm going to explain a little bit about why I think connection and sisterhood is so important Um, and I'm also going to share a little bit about my story and a bit of my experience, um, healing some sisterhood wounds from my childhood. Um, and I'm also going to share some examples from permission granted. Um, obviously always keeping my client's privacy in mind. These are going to be like really general examples. Uh, but I think that sisterhood is so so powerful and I wanted to dedicate this episode to that uh first a little shout out to anyone who's done permission granted we are now in oh my gosh we're in like the fourth round which just just feels crazy for me and um every single one of those women who have done permission granted many who come back for round two um would be able to speak to the power of connection and sisterhood and really having people that you can uh, be vulnerable with and be and be your true self with. So I wanted to start by saying why sisterhood is so important uh, and I guess why relationships and group coaching is so important as well because what we know um, and this is coming more from my psychotherapy background than my coaching background, but it's it's really, really relevant for anyone who's interested in therapy or coaching, is that if you think about it, right, your, your core attachments, the way you've learned about yourself, the way you've learned to see others, the way you've learned to see the world, all of that has been created through your relationships with others. You know, like when we're upset as babies, we regulate our emotions through whoever's caring for us and their nervous system. So if mama's calm, then she's able to calm baby down. Or if dad's calm, then he's able to to calm um, baby down. And so we we really learn a lot about um, 
how to nourish our nervous system um, through others and 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 we learn a lot about ourselves and so it makes sense then in many many ways doesn't it that um, change and transformation happens through relationships with others and this is why I love that books and podcasts and there's there's so many free resources about how you can change uh, whatever area of your life you're wanting to change but and I think those things are really effective because yeah you can still have a sense of a person through a podcast through a book but the ultimate way that you are going to get um, support and be able to change and grow is actually in relationships with others, which is why I love coaching. I love therapy. I love group coaching experiences and sisterhood because what I have seen time and time again is that change happens in the relationships and through the relationship it's changing. So it's relationships with others, but also the relationship that you have with yourself, how you talk to yourself. And so sisterhood and the relationships that we have with others around us is a really, 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 really important part of working on yourself, changing yourself, being able to have a well-nourished nervous system. And so I'm going to share a personal example, a bit of a, my story around sisterhood um, and how I experienced some sisterhood wounds and also how I've been able to heal them. Uh, so I was a very sensitive child, like super sensitive and I felt things really deeply. I, um, yeah, I, I probably didn't express myself. So people didn't always know how sensitive I was because I was also very shy as a child. I would like hide behind my mum. I remember being a little girl and like often hiding behind my mum's leg and, uh, being, yeah, really, really shy. Uh, and so I have got, I've had experiences where I felt, you know, that there were, there were, I had a small group of friends that I trusted and I had friends that, um, kind of hurt me, embarrassed me, made fun of me, um, shared like really, really personal, embarrassing stories. Um, this is just a thing that, um, girls often do when they're younger isn't it you know like you you share your secrets and then someone goes and breaks your trust and of course that creates that wound and then what can happen with that sisterhood wound is that we we stop trusting people We, we we start kind of sharing a more filtered version of ourselves because we decide that we can't trust people so yeah I had a number of experiences like that but also on another level particularly this is when I you know was coming out of my shell I was a bit more extroverted well a bit more confident I guess in myself uh once I went to university but I still noticed particularly in big groups because I had been teased as well at school um I was teased a lot about my appearance I was very very skinny when I was a a child and a teenager and people often made assumptions that I had an eating disorder which I did not um but it was very very like on a deep deep level it really hurt me um I felt really really hurt by um the comments that would be made about my weight and my appearance um and the assumptions and so I think I had learnt that, you know, group experiences aren't safe, you know, like one-on-one or one-on-two or one-on-three is okay, but groups are not safe. 
And then I went into social work where all of a sudden you're expected to share all of these things. You know, you go to tutorials and you go around the circle and they want you to share um, a lot of personal information, um, doing a lot of work in front of your peers. Um, yeah, I, I found it really, really challenging. And what would happen for me when I was in a group circle is that I would just freeze up like I would just shut down. And so I wouldn't say anything. Uh, and I, so I was like quite uh, isolated, I think, from a, a lot of the, the uni peers that I studied social work with. I had like a really beautiful um, close group of, um, of friends that I studied social work with. But the the bigger cohort, I was not like so I didn't feel very connected with them because I guess I didn't really share a lot um, throughout the course. And then it was the same when I went on to study family therapy, we had to do a lot of practice in a group and um, yeah, I would often freeze up and just find it really, really hard. And so eventually I went on to my gestalt psychotherapy training, which is like a four year training experience, totally not related to university, all really um, in person. And basically you learnt to be a gestalt therapist by actually receiving therapy in a group setting with other people watching which oh gosh if if there was ever a way to put me out of my comfort zone that was it like I used to feel really really anxious and so this was a four-year experience the first year at least the first six months um I found it like really really hard like yeah my I would be very very anxious very very agitated um and I would just kind of shut down again and not really say much but this is where I think that um this group of people in my in my gestalt training uh which by the way was men and women but I think that they really helped me to heal my sisterhood wound because I particularly about bigger groups um so what happened in, in the group was, I think after maybe one or two weekends of me just really not saying a lot, I just decided to be brave and to share that I was feeling really, really nervous and that I didn't want to share. I didn't want to talk, but I was used to people judging me about not talking. So I would shut down. Um, and this is what's so powerful because the group and the facilitator were just like, that's okay. Thank you for letting us know. And that sounds so simple, but actually what they gave me, I feel like it was one of the, the most beautiful gifts I've ever received in my life was they accepted me for who I was instead of projecting on me their idea of who I should be, like that I should be someone who's loud or that I should be someone who um, is confident and happy to share in a group because I've you know, already done loads of therapy training at this point. No, they, they just totally accepted me. Um, and I remember one beautiful woman in my um, training program saying to me, you know, I do really love hearing your voice, Sam. Like there's something about listening to the sound of your voice that's so um, comforting to me. So I do enjoy hearing from you, but I also, you know, accept that you don't always want to share. And honestly, this was like a massive permission slip for me because here I was for the first time in my life with a group of people where I was really vulnerable instead of just pretending that I wasn't interested and just not saying anything I'd been really vulnerable and gone hey I get so anxious in big groups like I just feel like I'm going to shut down and then they had all fully accepted me for who I was um, and yeah it was really interesting because 
there's something called the paradoxical theory of changing gestalt and it's literally basically in essence that the more that you see yourself and accept yourself for where you are in that moment the more you are able to change and that was a really interesting experience for me because I began to open up and I shared very deeply um, and created so many um, beautiful new sisterhood um, and connections um, in that four-year experience Uh, but I think that that happened because they accepted me they allowed me to be vulnerable and I took that um, brave step and and was vulnerable and so I just want to share that because I think it is so so powerful uh, because so often we get messages in society like especially in our childhood you know like oh she's too shy she's too nervous she she doesn't speak up enough or you know she doesn't um, participate enough and we get all these negative messages about ourselves and we can absorb them and, and have a sense of shame you know that there's something wrong with me because I don't talk up enough in big groups or because I don't want to share in big groups and actually the whole process uh, of moving through that shame and becoming compassionate and accepting of ourselves it often does need to happen in relationship to other people. I love what Brené Brown says about shame. Shame dies when stories, our stories are told in safe places. And so I was very, very blessed to have such a skilled facilitator and a, um, a space where I could be brave. And um, yeah, I'll always be grateful for that. So I wanted to share that example of sisterhood uh, and how I was able to heal some of those wounds um, about my relationship to to others and I also wanted to share how this is really really relevant in my group coaching container permission granted because an interesting thing came up probably in the first or second year of permission granted this started to come up that people started saying to me in and in the group, I feel like I can be more myself in permission grounded than I can with my friends who have known me for a really long time or like really good friends. And a lot of the women in the group were saying, yeah, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And, um, I guess what had happened there was that we had created a container where there was as much safety as possible for people to be brave and to be themselves. And, and it really, uh, helped the women reflect on how they often are filtering themselves even with their friendships and so often this comes from the sisterhood wound so an invitation today to think about like how do you show up in your friendships to, at the moment how do you show up with your sisters you know with women that you consider your sisters your your really good friends um, and are there any wounds from your childhood from your teenage years from you know times that you've been hurt and does that affect how you show up you know are you filtering yourself and you know they're absolutely if we're being discerning and there's parts of ourselves that we don't want to show to friends uh because we have decided intentionally to do that that is absolutely your prerogative like you you don't have to be vulnerable with everyone you don't have to show your your true self to everyone but ideally with that sisterhood and with those really special close friends we want to be able to be really honest and and show our true selves and so yeah an invitation to get really honest with yourself about how connected you feel to your friends how much do you feel like you can be yourself 
Um, and the other thing I wanted to say that also came up in Permission Granted, oh, before I go on, I did want to say as well, what's really interesting in Permission Granted, it's like a, I say it's like an experimentation, like a container where you can experiment with different ways of being in your life and then you can take it out into the world. And so what happened was that a lot of women began to share stories of how they had, maybe they'd been hiding certain parts of themselves from their friends um, or, or wearing certain masks and they'd started to peel off those masks and show more of their true selves um, to their friends. But I th- this was because they'd been able to practice it in permission granted in that relationship with myself as their coach and with the, with the sisterhood of permission granted. So I think it's really powerful to think about, you know, if you are going to do any coaching this year or have a group container to think about how that's going to feel beautiful and nourishing and supportive to have that sisterhood in the moment. But also it is going to then transform the way you relate and connect with others outside of the experience. And I think that's really important. The other thing I just wanted to talk about is nervous system and how you know it's important to be around other people who have uh, who who know how to nourish their nervous systems. And so, uh, some interesting feedback came up uh, around permission granted last year, where there are a few women who were showing up and they were like, "Oh, I don't really need any coaching or any help today, but I just really wanted to be in the energy of the group. Like, I just feel so calm when I'm here." I feel safe and, and, um, I feel held and I I can just be myself here. And so it was really interesting for me as a coach, I was thinking, oh, you know, like, um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Sometimes people are coming and they don't really have any questions or anything they need to talk about, but, um, it's so important that we're just around people who can have that beautiful energy, that calm energy, um, you know, it might be the way they, it might, so an invitation to think about that with your sisterhood too. Do you have people that when you talk to them, you just automatically kind of breathe out and go, ah, cause they've just got that energy. Um, they, yeah, they know how to take care of themselves. They know how to nourish their nervous system. And, um, yeah, so an invitation to think about that. That's my story and a little bit about connection and sisterhood. If you feel brave, I would love to hear from you about your experience with sisterhood. Do you feel like you have it in your life at the moment? How do you feel with groups? Like, do you ever find groups uh, scary um, or or vulnerable? Um, If you do, (laughs) know that you're not alone. I um, definitely have felt that way in the past and I've been able to move through it, but I'm still really discerning with um, who I share my heart with as well, by the way. Like that group was a four-year group that I was in and um, I wouldn't just necessarily go and share um, unless I was with a really skilled space holder uh, and and felt like there was a sense of a kind of trust within the other group members. So, you know, I just want to normalize that as well. And that's it for today. We are currently... Uh, enrolling people into Permission Granted, you can sign up via the wait list. There is an amazing bonus, uh, a a bit of a um, secret bonus that you get when you sign up to the wait list. And you also get $500 off Permission Granted. Uh, Places are limited to 20 places. And so 
you know, don't don't wait if you were thinking about it, but maybe you are a little bit um, feeling vulnerable or unsure about the sisterhood element, please get yourself on the wait list and also feel free to connect with me and have a chat because I have had so many women who almost didn't do permission granted, but then they decided to because they were really unsure, like, am I going to fit in in this container? Am I going to feel like I can be brave and stretch myself in this container? Um, and so I'm so happy to, to chat with you and be honest with you about if I think it's a good fit. Um, anyway, I hope you have a beautiful day and I will see you for the next episode.